Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. It's time for Footy Friday, y'all. Charlotte FC, for the first time in franchise history, wins the opener, wins the home opener, albeit two. And uh, the Dean Smith era is off to a great start. They got Vancouver this week. 7.30 tomorrow on WFNZ, 7 o'clock for the pregame with Jess and Willie. And we talk every Friday at this time to Jessica Charm and Charlotte FC, radio network, friend of the program. Jess, how you doing? What's going on? I'm a little perturbed by that uh, riding lesson comment. This is a family-friendly show, boys. <laughs> Jess, do you think that if I go through a career change that I could be a person that's a jockey that 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 uh, races horses? Don't they have to be, like, 87 pounds so they don't hurt the horse? <laughs> oh, yeah. No offense, I, but I, th- I think Bojangles would have to be exited off of your favorite food list. Bone, that, that, I'm telling These you right horses now, aren't sponsored like, you, like NASCARs, are they, Mac? Like, I'm not in the, in no, the Bojangles. Yeah. Bone, not, the, no, not in the Bojangles number four. Bone, you get on that horse, his back's going to hurt worse than Mark Williams. I'm telling you right now, man. You got to be small to get. I mean, I couldn't either. I couldn't either. You say impossible. I say impossible. <laughs> Jess, I want to ask you something here. You played soccer, um, uh, you know, academy level growing up at Wofford Academy. You then went and played in college. So you're pretty darn good at it. I want to ask you about this list I did. I, I put a list together of, the, of my opinion. Everybody has different opinions of the five hardest to play sports. And I had soccer number five. And, of course, some people love to some soccer haters want to say it's not hard and all that crap. But the sports I put ahead of it, do you take exception to me putting these sports ahead of it? I had uh, auto racing four. I had hockey three, American football two, and boxing or MMA one. What do you think about that? Boxing might – like, I don't think boxing's hard. You're just beating the crap out out of someone, right? Like, I mean, she loves it. She loves great, that. But I mean, Does that come I easy? That's not really, <laughs> MMA is more skillful, right? Because yeah. they do all the chokes and stuff. For me, ice hockey, 100% hardest because I played field hockey. I can't ice skate. Like, like how do you, like that is the most multitasking sport yeah. ever. Big right? Time. Ice hockey? No. I, if I if I got in the ice, I would look like Bambi. Like, I would fall on my face, let alone be able to hold an a ice hockey stick. So, for me, ice hockey number one. I've been watching the uh, Drive to Survive. I think F1 is up there as well. Like, yeah. what those guys do on their wrists and, like, the way the car moves and, like, the video. I'm not sure if NASCAR is the same, but F1 looks really difficult. Yeah, I lumped it all together in auto racing. you got to have such courage to do it. Then you have to stay under fire, calm and focused every lap. So, yeah, I'm with you on that one. Jess, one takeaway I had from the win the other night over NYCFC, I love the sideline demeanor, the presence and command that Dean Smith has. Did you notice that too, that there's there's just something about him where you want to believe in that guy over there? Yeah, I think he is very rational, right? He's not there throwing his hands up like a lunatic, complaining about every call. I think that shows that he has confidence in his game plan when, when you see really frantic um coaches complaining about every refereeing decision and throwing their hands up and moaning i think a lot of that time that shows that they're looking for the little advantages because they don't trust what's going on in their pitch and that feeds into the players right if you see your coach on the sideline effing and blinding pulling their hair out what does that tell you as a player my coach doesn't trust me and i think with everything you saw in dean smith's demeanor in his decision making in the way he conversed with the media, with the fans, with the players, 
shows that he's a pro. I mean, anyone that's managed in the Premier League, anyone that's managed in England knows the pressure that it takes, and I think he is going to win a lot of hearts this year. Jess, we talked about it last week, right, after they, about the, 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 the defense and the way they had kept four straight preseason clean sheets, and we both kind of thought, like, this is going to be different defensively. They're not going to be so open. And they went out there and they, you know, clean sheet, shut out, whatever you want to call it, in their first match. And you look at it, that back line, it's the same guys from the end of the year last year. Kalina, same goalie. This is all about, and maybe you can explain to all of us what they're doing differently, but this is all about the system, right? And, and the tactics, because it's the same people. And that defense, I mean, I feel like they literally got one chance, I remember, Jess, and it's when the dude blew the shot right in the middle of the box, right over top of the goal, and we all exhaled. But they didn't give up chances hardly at all. No. It, you know, when we talked about preseason, I was a little bit tentative because, as we know, with preseason, yeah. it lures you into a bit of a false sense of security because teams are mixing up and you're not playing the strongest teams. But they proved that that wasn't a fluke in preseason. I think really what Smith is doing is he's simplifying it. He's bringing it back to basics. It's literally old school defending. Someone steps to the ball. You guys make sure you track your runners. You guys have your spaces you have to occupy and you clear the ball. You don't mess around with it in dangerous areas to give up weak chances. Because a lot of the goals we conceded last season, when you look at it, were from our own undoing. Trying too hard to play out the back, pinching in. We're going back to basics and we're setting these guys up for success. And we're seeing defenders that people criticize, and rightly so, thrive because they're not being put in a position where they're uncomfortable now. And it was so refreshing to see. I mean, as a former goalkeeper for Kalina, when you go in and you get a clean sheet, the best clean sheet you can get is one where you're not really tested. I mean, Kalina made one or two saves, but they were very, very routine. How often did we say that last year? Last year, Kalina was having to save one-on-ones from breakaways because we were out of position. Huge reaction saves. It was a quiet night at the office for Cali, but at the end of the day, a clean sheet's a clean sheet. Jess, did any player or, or anything within the match stand out to you as sort of a surprise? Yeah, I, I think Nymfasha coming in was an incredible moment, right? I, I know he didn't get very long, but just that trust in Dean Smith at a 1-0 lead to bring a kid on shows how much faith he has in him. Because when it was 1-0 still, I was like, hmm, maybe he's not yeah. going to bring him in because that's a huge moment. It Imagine is. if he'd have made a mistake and it had led to a goal. That would have been horrible for him. But he trusted in his own ability, which was brilliant. I love the way that the Crown Legacy player stepped up. I mean, I, I think Tavares looked like he'd never missed a beat. That was his MLS debut. And yet he was on the wing, putting his head down and running, playing with so much confidence. That was wonderful. Um Obviously, the penalty miss was disappointing, but we don't need to focus on that. I think what we need to see is just Kerwin Vargas jump back. And I love the moment that all his teammates got around with him. Because I think last season, when players made mistakes, there wasn't that same camaraderie or spirit. And this year, it just showed everyone has your back no matter what. We're going to respect you. And we're going to make sure that you realize, you know, one mistake doesn't define you. So, Jess, what do you think about this squad the way it is? And in, in, and what do you think about this? What's the potential of this squad if they, if they do make additions? Because yesterday, Dean Smith did say that we could be within seven days here from, from, from you know, bringing somebody new in. Um, uh, they're going to get Diani in here soon once he gets his visa. He's over in France doing that. So there's going to be some additions made to this roster, potentially a couple, um, hopefully a new guy up front. Do you feel like they like? Do you feel like this team is 
a playoff team, even if they don't make additions, do they need to make a big money signing? What do you think about where the roster is and what they need to add? I think additions are key because when you think about it, it's a long, long season. Like MLS is intense. Let's be honest here. We're going to have a game almost every week now until October. Imagine. Like that is a league like no others in a lot of ways with the workload. And it's one thing to look good in game week one, but you've got to look good in game week 10 when you have injuries. You've got to look good in game week 18 down the line. For me, my concern with this squad is creating chances still from the run of play. We scored from a corner. Hallelujah, by the way. I mean, Need more I was that. drumming and drumming on <laughs> about it last year. I was drumming on about it right as they stepped up to take the corner. I was like, guys, corners were awful last year. Can we please improve? And they were like, sure, Jess, here you go. Now you can shut up about corners. So that's great. But we need something creative because at the end of the day, Karol Shadursky was a club legend for a reason, right? Like leading goal scorer, creative. Yeah. I understand why he's not here anymore. You don't want a player that doesn't necessarily have ambitions with this team and wants to get out, but you've got to find someone to replace him. We need someone that's going to pull the strings in the attacking midfield because Diahere has glimpses, yes, he does. but he's not consistent enough, right? He's just not consistent enough. But this squad as a whole, if we can stay fit, I mean, Junior Urso looked like he'd been on this team forever. Yeah. Privet and Melanda are solid. Enzo Capetti, I know he frustrates people, but he works his butt off. He's an unsung hero. And we have to remember what he's doing away from scoring goals. But do we need reinforcements? Absolutely, yes. It's a long, long season. And we don't want to end up like Liverpool at the moment who's having to play children every single week. No, that's a shame to see that happen in him too, Jess. You know what I mean? It breaks my heart to see that. He's still leading the league. Let's not cry for him. But I get your point. I do get your point. Jess, what are we most looking for in this week's matchup against Coover? Going in fearless away from home, right? Because as we know in MLS, road games are tough. It's just a different animal in the United States when you look at the travel. I mean, we're going into a different country. You know, that's kind of wild when you think about it in your domestic league. It's about going in, setting the tone. We've only played Vancouver once, and it was kind of an anomaly. Do you guys remember the COVID game where all of their players pretty much had COVID and they played like an 18-year-old, 17-year-old kid in goal (laughs) with that game? So I kind of don't base anything on that game. Vancouver's good. You know, they're a solid team, made playoffs, great manager. But I think we just need to go in away from home and reinsert our dominance. I'm hoping that we can get another clean sheet because at the end of the day, defenses build championships. And that might be me being a little biased, realizing that goalkeepers are the most important player. But I mean, if we don't concede, we can't be beaten. And that's a great mentality to stop. I like the safe feeling that we get. I like the fact that they're not all about, like, let's push everybody forward to there a c- no control the ball. There were no moments, right? Yeah. Like, like I know exactly. the, Rodri- the Rodriguez miss was bad, but there was none of those moments playing out the back where we were like, oh, my goodness, we're going to pass it to their forward. Like, it, it was just exactly. nice to not hear that noise in the crowd of, like, the <gasps> every time we were playing the ball out the back. Less huh is a good thing. It's a good thing. There's a safe feeling. Even with the lead, Jess, I don't know if I, I – maybe I'm the only one. I didn't get the paranoid feeling I got last year with a lead. I just kind of – Dean Smith makes me feel safe, Jess. Makes me feel Aww, safe. He's he like a good, cozy teddy bear. <laughs> uh, by the way, Jess, uh, Bone and I both 
um, because we both did not go to the match. I was unable to go there, so I hated not being a because it looked unbelievable, the spectacle, as it always is. But we were able to listen to you and Willie through the Apple app. I love that for the home games. I wish they could do it for the road games. And you guys picked up right where you left off. You are truly a dynamic duo. How did it feel to be back with your tag team partner, Willie, B Willie P? It seemed like your chemistry was at a 10, like it always is, Jess. Oh, it's always wonderful. Like, when I say that I couldn't work with anyone who loves this team more, like, I, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. That guy loves this club, and his energy is infectious. So it, it was great. And he's a very good sport, because there are times when I'm just like, hmm, Hmm, maybe it could be seen that way. And he, he's amazing. So yeah, you know, big when, shout out to Willie P. You do the thing that my wife does to me at the house when we're watching something and I have an opinion and she tells me, no, that's not right. Like you do that. You kind of, you're kind of the, ver the, the, the work version of that for Willie P. I feel like. I, do it I do it respectfully. Come on, give me credit. Here. Yeah. Except that one time last year, there was one that was pretty harsh, but anyway, we laughed at it. Jess. We laughed. <laughs> uh, all right jess it's great to have you back on the air it's great to have charlotte fc back and if y'all want to check out jess and willie this week seven o'clock pregame then they play in vancouver starting at 7 30 tomorrow charlotte fc tries to make it two in a row thank you jess appreciate it thank you and mark if you're listening we're all sending you love and prayers you're a trooper and i can't wait for you to do a charlotte fc impression again because those make my day so we love you mark there you go there you yes, go jess sent mark a very nice video yeah. also yesterday so yeah. yes wake up weekday mornings with mac and bone only on sports radio 92.7 fm wfnz the official home of the charlotte sports fan